Hey friends, this is your Creative Kaibigan, a podcast where we dilute famous keynotes into graspable advice on creativity, productivity, and storytelling by some of the leading creatives across the world. My name's Joe. I'm so honored to be your host, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start the podcast. In making a project, doing it alone entails liberties that you can personally achieve without having seeking approval of the other. However, in turn of those liberties comes the consequences of being confined to what is your own perspective, ideas, and limits to the extent of what you can do alone. It will be lonely, especially without the disclosure and confidence to admit what you're working on, and maybe sometimes overbearing. You envision the product of all your hard work, but not even a single dent to cracking what is your goals. If despite putting your highest priority to your work, you feel flat, and still believe that there's more potential to be done, you ultimately need someone to guide you. When you come into partnership, you must make them feel credible and worthy to put out their ideas. You must give them equal powers and area to make their work as much as theirs as possible. This is often forgotten. We get so caught up in our own minds and thoughts only to ensure that we have utmost say on how the work should go. In all honesty, Conflicting ideas is a risk when working in a partnership or in a group, but there's a real gift for this, for more options and more ideas to flourish. You can see this relationship of opposites attracting, well, like a dynamic duo, like eggs and tapa, champurad and tuyo, sinigang and rice. The first steps of being creative require you to be vulnerable. People will be drawn to you if you lower your guard and put your ideas up to the test. Start with your partner, connect creatively, and have that ever-needed face-to-face conversation. Your own comfortability is not a priority. Rather, it is the need to address the issues in order to make yourself in the best position of success. You need, above all else, the willingness to be wrong. Every correction is a blessing and can further your education on your craft and give you more inspiration to what you can do. Artists don't flounder from criticism. If they're true, they can flourish and they can drive you. As you do with your partner, you need to set up the best possible environment for them to succeed. Be clear on your criticism, but hardy with your praise. A combination of conflicting ideals can expose peculiar relationships between subjects, making them even more fascinating. Whether or not you're just as experienced as your partner, in the end, there's always something you can learn from each other. Feel not inferior in your own expertise, but let that be a driver to learn more. Paul Arden's brilliant book, It's Not How Good You Are, It's How Good You Want To Be, details very well how to create a good relationship starter with your partner, creatively. He writes in partnership, don't confine yourself to definitive details. With a rough layout, your ideas can merge with his and create something you both share. Let there be room for blending of each other's ideas. Ask first and listen to the idea of your partner before making input of your own. Treasure what they have to say and take them into consideration. Be polite as always and be grateful for their courage to be vulnerable with you too. Sharing their ideas with you means that in their eyes, you're worthy to hear their story. I attest well to Dale Carnegie's award-winning book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Make the person feel their idea is his or her own. As we do, You must continue close partnerships between working with colleagues. 
Nina Zipkin presents insightful tips in her piece, Seven Ways to Get Better at Working with Others. She first well states that it is important to give a clear and constructive feedback when working with a partner. There is a difference between argumentation and a fight, so avoid conflict that will only take time and energy without fluid exchange of ideas. Make sure to bring solutions and respect the ideas of others by showing them courtesy at all times to your partner. It takes courage to bring out the personal idea and even more so brilliantly create an idea that's unique. So be generous with praise by acknowledging the talents of the other person. Zipkin also writes that by sticking to a clear timetable and having analysis of our strengths and weaknesses, it means better understanding of our own capabilities and what we can contribute to the work and group overall. When you do that, you avoid over-promising and under-delivering and less likely to commit avoidable mishaps in the future. In the case of committing an error, have the courage to be vulnerable amongst your group by owning up to them. You can create an opportunity for serious connection between colleagues and even more divine and personal relationships. Lastly, Zipkin explains the importance of gratitude, showing that you are humbled by the opportunity to cooperate and work potentially on amazing projects with your colleagues. It ensures a good foundation for friendships and tight bonds with others. Hey, it's Joe. I hope you liked the creative advice today. Please check out the creative works featured in this episode. Now make sure to turn off your phone, use what you learned today, and do something creative. Hope to see you in the next episode.